Um, so ladies and gentlemen, um, boys and girls, thank you so much for tuning in to yet another exciting episode of Just a Man. Um, we're talking to men, just trying to understand what does it mean to be a man in a modern society. And today I am privileged to host someone I highly respect and I've known for a very, very long time. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the one and only Mr. Steve Victor Mushiri, a.k.a. Baba Heziel. <laughs> ah, thank you, Odongo. I'm so glad to be here. Thank yeah. you for even this opportunity to come and uh, share on this platform. Yeah, I am grateful. Thank you so much. That was a, a nice introduction. <laughs> I have introduction. All right. People don't know who you are. So who are you? What do you do? You know, we know you're a man. That we of know. course. We know you're straight. Yeah. Uh, so what do you do? Who are you? Who are you? Uh, so as I said, my name is Steve Victor Mushiri. Steve Victor Mushiri is a father. Steve Victor Mushiri is a husband to one. A father to one. Uh, you've called me Baba Hazel. So my son is called Hazel. Samuel Mushiri. Um, I'm also a businessman or an entrepreneur. Uh, yeah. I'm into real estate business. Then I'm also an author. I've written books, uh, two books. Yeah, and I do speaking engagements. And uh, basically, that's that's what I do. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, at the end of the day, um, I'm Steve Mushiri. Okay. Yes, okay. Yes. Fantastic, man. Yes, um, yes. Maybe perhaps people know your story, but yeah. um, today I do not want us to start it from a very cliche point of view. Yeah. Um, so, so before we start, uh, you say you are a father. You are a father to one. One, yes. Hazel. How many months old? He's, he's turning ten this week now. He's turning ten this week. Yes. Okay. So ten months. Ten months. Yeah. Mm. Um, I remember just <laughs> before Hazel was born. I'd like you to tell me the story of Hazel's birth. You know, briefly to how was Hazel born? How yeah. was it? You know. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, um, of course, when I knew that you were pregnant. Of course, it's a it's a it's a very good thing. But uh, I I always say um, when a child comes, it changes who you are. You start doing things differently because imagine this is a an innocent baby who totally depends on you for everything. You know. So uh, l- let me start by now the process. Um, so I I know we are pregnant. I know the date of ex- of expecting the day we are expecting him. And so now, uh, being who I am, you know, starting to plan and all that. Uh, but I remember uh, during that time, uh, I was at a point in my business where things were not really working very well, and and uh, it really affected me. It okay. really affected me. because now I'm a first-time father. Yeah. Uh, things are not as I hoped they would be. Yeah. And and this thing is real. It's yeah. it's not like at at you are. It's it's a dream or. It's, it's a real thing. The baby is coming. So I, I would say, yes. So let's hold there. The yeah. baby is coming. Yes. <laughs> uh, the baby is coming. That was in 2019. 2019. In yes. October. In, he came on October 17th. October 17th. Yeah. All right. So let's take our listeners back to who you are. Where did you yeah. grow up, Steve? And uh, and um, where did you grow up? What type of a family did you grow up uh, in? So I grew up in Embu County, in a village called Gakwegori. Currently, you know, it's a, it's known as Gakwegori. And uh, I, I pretty, I would say I came from a, a big family, where you know you all living together, uncles, aunties. I mean, it was this family, and now of course I have my nuclear family, my father, my mom, and myself. And and um, but life was not very, as 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 I got got to know about life, it was not how I thought or yeah. how 
what, what what you call I wouldn't say I had a, a normal kind of a normal childhood yeah because I realized we had personal challenges in terms of uh, you are not we are not we are not poor but you are not in a place where you would call yourself you are you are struggling yeah okay mm-hmm. I, would, I wouldn't say we were poor because we never lacked food uh, we never lacked you know shelter I mean we had the basic things eh? but we were struggling in 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 terms of finances yeah. it was not uh, a walk in the park and um you know my parents were fighting you know they, they were they had their now that they're married now it's when i understand you know, they, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they had their normal couple fights but now them theirs escalated yeah. and i think because of lack of conflict resolution yeah. a well a well planned conflict resolution so it ended up being you know them being uh, violent you know growing up in a violent kind of an environment that affected me because now i grew up with a lot of fear you know not yeah. understanding so so that's how i grew up then then uh, facing my my second my second our second born my sister um i'm born in 1986 she was born in 90 but she passed on in 1992 so i experienced my first loss in 1992 so it was a bit um uh, hard uh, later when i learned what because i didn't understand it i was only five years but yeah, i knew i had yeah. lost you know she was my playmate we were she had i was five she was three yeah. you know so you can imagine so um it was not the same you know then as life went by got my brother he passed on the same year 1998 born in 1998 died in 1998 now that i was 12 years so it was a big 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 blow i remember really crying for him because i really loved my brother mm-hmm. yeah and um, yeah so life continued um at least before my brother was born the fights had subsided because i think now they had come to a point where they're like fighting is not helping mm, so yeah, so yeah. there was some peace you know yeah. and my brother is born then he dies another commotion my mom is losing two kids you know for women it's it's not an yeah, easy thing yeah, you know yeah. losing two kids that you had hoped you know you would, would raise would, and, would raise yeah, and yeah. it was hard for her yeah. that woman went into um a, a very sad state yeah. I, i think she went she had, uh, looking at it now i think she got into depression yeah, because she yeah. became very sad angry about life she was she became sickly mm. and two years on she died wow yeah that's now your firstborn my 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 sister died dies 1992 1992 my brother dies in 1998 my mom just six, six years. years later then, then then my my mom dies in the year 2000 so you do, we're talking about a 1992 to, to 2000 we're talking about three, three major deaths three major deaths and wow. i'm 14 years you yeah. can imagine yeah. So I'm looking at this thing I'm like wait a minute what is happening yeah. of course I'm I'm hurt I'm like I'm a teenager I'm yeah. I want to develop my identity I have identity crisis yeah. then now these things that also form my identity they are leaving me yeah. so I'm in a state of confusion yeah, yeah you get yeah but I I I, 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 I yeah that. so um she's buried of course it affects my father so much mm. he actually he turned a 360 degree he changed his life got mm. born again started a new life yeah. he was like man I, i don't know i'll never whether i'll never recover from your mom's death so, and so, yeah. and he said i'm not marrying so let's stay with you we will we will we will make it so we're talking about a family um, a big family a big compound yeah. um, you know you uh, you know you're the first born yeah, child yeah. and then eventually you know your siblings come they yeah. die one by one and eventually yeah. now you are only left with you and your dad. Yes. Now tell me how life was when when now you left with your dad only. 
Now being left with my dad was a bit challenging because you know the love of a mother you cannot <laughs> no one can replace a mother. Let me tell yeah. you. Your mother is always your mother despite of how she is or her status. She'll always be your mom. So I miss my mother. I miss the motherly love. I'm a teenager. I miss food. I miss her buying me clothes because she used to really dress me up. So I'm, I'm, I, I miss her food. She was a good cook and all that. I miss her teaching me the things mothers teach their sons. Cooking, you know, she taught me. Washing clothes. Those things. I started missing them. And I, I, I think I, I was in a place where I'm like, I don't know what to do. So it was hard. Then for my father, his life went like it went down. Yeah. It's like it's how he was holding him. Yeah. His businesses he was a taxi driver. Yeah. Yeah. His 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 business was not doing very well. Yeah. Uh when my brother was born he had been retrenched. He was working for the government. Yeah. So of course now he had a helper. Mm. Imagine now he doesn't have. Mm. So my mom was really helping because of managing the farm and everything. Eh? Mm. But now he, she's not there. So my dad cannot do it because he has not done it. He has not done it before, yeah. He, he was doing his, concentrating on his business. The yeah. home was being run by my mom. Yeah. So I saw chaos. <laughs> we had to depend on my grandmother. Mm. Mm. So it was it was quite hard. My grandmother really stepped in because this is his son and this is his grandchild. Yeah. So she had to take care of us. So, so let me ask you now, all yeah. this time, um, did anybody talk to you about grief? Did anybody no, tell you anything? No, did anybody even care no, and ask you? Nothing, nobody cared. Nobody. What did they tell you? What did, what did your family members they tell you? They kept quiet. They kept quiet. They just used to have pity on me. Uh-huh. Yeah, they were just, how do you mean oh, pity? Pity in terms of, oh, Mushiri. Okay, that's how yeah, they say, yeah. oh, now this kid. <laughs> <laughs> you, you get Yeah, yeah. We, we, we hope he'll be fine. Yeah, you know? Yeah. That's pity. I mean, that's not. Mm. I wouldn't call it <laughs> help. Mm. Of course, they, they they were really open in terms of welcoming me to their homes. No one ever mistreated me. I would uh, say that you know. Um, yeah. Yeah. So so so. But now, um, they never understood what I was going through. Mm. I had questions that no one could answer. Yeah. My father couldn't answer them because even him, he was in that state. He was not state of He didn't know. Yeah. 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 My father was his tough man you know he was raised by a tough father i think yeah, yeah. so he, he grew up as a very tough man i never saw him even i have never seen my dad shed tears or or sick even if he was sick he wouldn't know mm. he had this tough stature of, of being a man so yeah, yeah. i think i also now said let me just also be a man mm, <laughs> because mm. i'm a young boy yeah. he's my role model yeah. So let me be tough as well. And yeah. I said, you know what? <laughs> so now you're 14 years old. You yeah. almost passed on. Yeah, yeah. You, you're going to high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So tell us how you, I mean, which high school you went to I and went how you to, went to high school. <laughs> I went to high school. Yeah. Thank God I did my KCP and got some marks that would take me to high school. Yeah. Um, it was a district school. Yeah. Kamama boys. Yeah. So I, I go to Form 1. Yeah. Uh, Man, it was challenging. My father didn't have school fees from from one. Yeah. He was not that man was not doing well. Yeah, yeah. You know, but he would encourage me. He would mm. tell me, "Don't worry, mm. we will make it. Mm. We will make it. God will come through for us." He, I said he became he became a man of faith. So, which means before your mom died, you yeah. and your dad never used to talk a lot. We we actually we used to. Yeah. Funny enough, I my dad was so kind of a hero to me. Mm. Mm. With even his bad behavior, yeah. I, I used to see him. He had another side of him. My dad was a people's person. I guess if he was 
it was I, and this is i mean this is my own perspective mm. my dad if my dad would have vied for a a political, a political seat, seat yeah. whether it's from the lowest yeah. like a mc i i think he would have people loved him mm. he was a people's person mm. out there you go there and he's, he's have all kinds of nicknames mm. Mm. and people would love him and yeah. talk to him yeah. so yeah. he was a people's person yeah. and i think i i loved that so, you so my dad would come yeah Uh, at night and I would open for him because mm. he was a taxi driver as I yeah. said even yeah. when he was working he really used to work hard mm. he had a day job and, an, and, and a night job mm. so he used to come at 12 for one mm. but I would make sure I am the one who is opening the door for him mm. so I would hear the car from Bali him coming and like ah that's dad <laughs> open yeah. he's like yeah. ah kijana that's yeah. how he used to call me sasa umeshinda aje and then he would be like wacha uh, niweke food we lala we will talk tomorrow so we had we had a relationship mm, mm, you get you would mm, tell me go wash for me my car i would mm, wash the car and it would be like oh you've done it so well yeah. so every time he never even used to ask me i used to take the keys like yeah. you you wash it every time yeah. you feel like so I, you used to feel very good and you would give me rights yeah tunda nikufikishia hapo unifikishia hapo kwa barabara yeah so even after your mom died yeah so we continued continue that, that yeah that relationship mm. so one thing I, i i would i would be i would say uh, uh, sincerely is i had a relationship with him mm. though i feared him because now i had seen the other side of him mm. so i never wanted to do something that would you know yeah. annoy because <laughs> <That's laughs> <not either. laughs> i know I know who you I can tell you I can tell you I can count yeah I think I remember twice yeah when my dad beat me first yeah. I allowed uh, a neighbor's kid to 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 he had a car mm. and then the kid came and hit the car with a with a stick mm. and the signal the signal uh, uh, the signal lens it broke mm, mm. and so i was there so he was like why did you allow so he was like no i this no yeah. so he, he took a stick and a small ca- 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 stick and yeah. you know he caned me yeah and he like i'll never want to see such a thing again yeah and yeah. you tell those kids to never come near my car if that's what they gonna be doing yeah you get so yeah. i i was guilty of course because i mean it's <laughs> that kid yeah. was my friend it's yeah. you and yeah. that kid okay yeah. <laughs> yeah. the second time was after my mom's death yeah So I I I got I was in confusion I used to lose things. Yeah. So I I, I he comes where is he I don't know. It's you had it. Where where did you put it I don't know. So it became too much and like ah, <laughs> no. So I lost a panga. Mm. And he, he needed to use it mm. and he was like no come here. Yeah. Now this is carelessness and yeah. I won't entertain that. Yeah. So he beat me. He yeah. really beat me up. Vizuri mm. sana. Mm. Uh, but he realized I have I've really beaten this kid and He, he I saw his remorse. Yeah, yeah. So he came and come, come we take come we take some coffee. Mm. So yeah and he's like you know be careful don't be just just try know where you are putting things because when you lose things like this in the house we lose everything and mm. now it's me and you you get. Yeah. So he was my father was very he, he had two sides. He had two sides. A tough a tough side. Yeah. But he was still a father. Yeah. You, you get yeah, me? Yeah. So that that's how my father was. Okay. Um You've told me the story of your grandfather during yeah. this time before we go to the next yeah. phase of this yeah. story. Yeah. Tell me how who was your grandfather to you and how you related and his name was who was he? Now, I I I had a fantastic grandfather. Yeah. It's a man I used to I I would say this, you know, without mincing my words. I used to look at that guy and I'm like I want to be like this one day. Mm. You know? Yeah. I mean, this man 
he had such a big house you know yeah he had such a big family imagine having 15 children you've educated all of them all of them you've made sure they they have a place in terms of work and those who don't have you made sure they are they are being helped uh, helped in terms of how they can set up businesses to sustain themselves mm-hmm. you know yeah. my grandfather was a hands-on man even to his kids and then in his 70s he had a very very big business yeah. farming business and he had a lorry where he used to do transport business he was a businessman and then he had this big land that he had even now given to his children so there was no one who you would have said is never uh, helped in terms of his children and and he had not just his family even people i i would see even um, i would see magistrates and and uh, and and uh, and dcs and dos coming to visit him for advice mm. because he was he had a lot of wisdom mm. i would see church leaders come at our home bishops mm. would come and sit with him and as a word i do that was a man my grandfather was so how did you relate with him you as mushiri now as mushiri yeah. i had a very you know i was named after him yeah what was his name meriti james yeah. meriti yeah now as i said my father my grandfather was um he, he loved um he was kind of a lawyer okay mm. you see the way lawyer advises you to yeah. you know yeah. this is how you do to win a, win a case even court cases people would come i'm saying even magistrates would come and ask about a case how do i solve this issue especially on matters land he mm. was very good on matters to do with land because he had been in the land land business since yeah. his, uh, since 60s eh? yeah 60s to 90s so mm. he had a lot of experience so they would ask if somebody had sued you know another person how how do i because you know sometimes you are new you don't know how uh, uh civil cases are, are how people take civil cases you can do it and then it backfires against you mm. so he would he now mushiri means somebody who speaks on behalf mushira mm. in kikuyu is mm. to talk on behalf mm. or mm. or to the way you go to a court and and and, and talk on behalf, talk of, on somebody. behalf of somebody like, advocate, like a yeah. lawyer an advocate an advocate yeah yes yeah. so he used to see me yeah. he used to see me and he would tell me you know when i was a young boy i was like you mm. imagine mm. I was exactly like you when I was a young boy. Mm. So that really is to make me feel so good. Yeah. I like I like my grandfather. How how did you make it? And he starts telling me. He tells me this is how I did. I worked for the government. I did this. No. Then after that he, he would systematically he never hid. Mm. He never he told me how he made his money, yeah. how he was able to sustain his family. Yeah. Like he was very open to me. Yeah. He would when when we would, we would talk for 2 hours yeah. I would go visit him and he would tell me stories yeah. about his father about his 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 his, his life as a, as a as a young boy yeah. yeah and he really used to inspire me yeah. and he used to tell me you know what when I am gone I, yeah. I don't want this name to to go yeah make yeah. sure you keep my name yeah make, make sure, sure you keep your name yes and i'm so glad that um you know we are talking about being just a man and being so um i love the story that you've contrasted how you related with your father and yeah. your grandfather yeah now tell me you go to high school what I happened high in high school i go to high school yeah my father gets sick yeah in form one yeah second term i come home my father was <laughs> orongo you know i i am my i don't have a big stature yeah okay yeah, yeah. if you would if you saw my father and saw me yeah. It was like the opposite. Yeah. The only thing I have about my father is how I look. Yeah. I took yeah. his looks yeah. more than my my, my 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 mom's looks. 
but he was big he was tall mm. and he had a big he, he had a bone structure that was very mm. strong eh? mm. so you would see this is this guy and and i used to of course i used to admire like uh, no one can <laughs> can try and, to anything yeah they face it yeah. and he was feared mm. even by his peers mm. because he was he was a discipline master at, yeah. at the taxi business yeah. he was the one who was in charge of discipline you told me he beat people up he used cops. to beat even cops yeah. my father was <laughs> <laughs> he, he if he gets angry ah uh, he will deal with you there and there. <laughs> yeah you know so he was he was his guy and my grandfather used to protect him a lot mm. i sometimes he was arrested and my grandfather would just you know go and and you know explain you know he's my son i know he does this and this so he would get him out of trouble mm. yeah mm. so he yeah. gets sick in form 2 yeah so he gets sick in form 2 and um no in form 1 Infomonia. That is in the year 2002. So he tells me as tuberculosis. Hey, and I'm shocked. I'm like, wait a minute. You have tuberculosis. Mm. We've been living together in this house. So the shock I have is could I also be having tuberculosis airborne? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he tells me he's gone to hospital. He's on a medication for a whole year. Mm. Because the 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 lungs had really been affected. Mm. Because he was co- he was not coughing blood, but he was really coughing uncontrollably. Mm, mm. And now I I went into a fear mode. I'm like, mm. you know, if this thing doesn't heal, this guy will go. Mm. And I'm like, in my heart of I'm like, no. Mm. <laughs> the last thing I would want you to do is to go mm. and leave me. Mm. How 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 do you leave me? Mm. You are the only person close, other than now my other my grandfather and other mm. you know you are the closest. I can't I can't lose you. Unfortunately, Odongo informed to in January 1918 I lost my my grandfather. My 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 my, my father to tuberculosis. Wow. So uh, during this time did you visit him in the hospital? I visited him. What Odongo. was he telling you um what Odongo what, yeah. I had the best moments yeah. in this earth. I I would say that that was the best moment I had with my father in his last day. Why do you say so? Yeah. First of all is because I one day I found him crying. He used to have he also had meningitis. Mm. So he used to have migraines and and couldn't stand up I could feed him so this day I'm taking food to him and he sees me uh, he was wailing mm. like really wailing I, I saw him at his worst I've never seen my father I said he was a strong man but I saw him a weak man crying like a child and I broke down mm. I'm like no this is not my father I broke down the immediately he saw me broke down he, he, he stopped crying like no 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 Son, don't, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. I'm gonna be fine. The only thing I can tell you, son, is to love God. Mm. He's everything about life. Mm. He's everything about life. He's the one who gives us life. And I know his God is there. That's the only thing I can tell you for now. Then he, he, then he he does. Um, He, 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 he goes he goes down mm. from bad to us then I go back to school that was in January so I, I am I'm visiting him before I go back to form two from first two, time yeah. Pastor, yeah. so I go back mm. and um, at school I'm like I have to come and see my father the second week mm. you know we open the first week then the second week I'm like I'm, I have to go see my father so on Sunday I go I saw him mm. and we talked okay So when we talked he told me I found him now he, he was not even sleeping on the on the on, on a bed he was just lying 
because he couldn't i said he couldn't move so he was put on the floor but in a private wing yeah in a room on his own you know it was he had been taken to a private wing because of his condition so he sees me and he can't even shout or talk he's mm. like it comes and i i, I kneel down and tell me son i'm, I'm going to die mm. yeah wow i'm like no dad you can't die yeah. like no i'm going to die but as i told you god is going to take care of you mm. i am i god jesus was here and he told me i can't leave he, he, he'll take me sorry he'll take me home mm. but don't you worry god is going to take care and as i told you just love god mm. he's he's going to take care of you i leave you in god's hands and then you go back to school and i go back to school and then what then i i come back the following sunday yeah and what you 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 told me you talk to you talk to the teacher yes i asked for permission i told her i had what? this yeah you, yeah go on i the bond i had with my dad was so strong eh mm. that week i felt something is terribly wrong but i don't know what it is mm. Something told me. I remember on on a Wednesday. I'll, I'll explain about that. Mm. I, I I saw darkness and then I I started feeling funny and I'm like I don't know what that is. But it's not a good thing. Mm. So what I would do is I would wait until Sunday to get permission to go and see my father. I don't know what has happened to him. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Danish. I go home and I decide not to go to hospital first and I decide to go to at home mm. in our house so i go in our house as i went through the footpath i was i saw a tent mm. at a distance and something told me immediately my father died mm. and they've been meeting no one told me mm. and these guys have not told me so i was wondering has he been buried why didn't you guys tell me and i fell down and i i i, I fell down and i i i broke down and wailed mm. So my 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 dad's brother uh was going to church. I said it was on a Sunday at around uh noon. I think he was from church or I I can't remember very well. So he found me crying and that's when he told me, "I'm sorry, uncle. Your dad passed on and uh, actually today we were to come pick you. It's only that you came." Mm. Okay? Yeah. So of course it gave me some sort of encouragement, but wait, <laughs> my father is dead. So I asked him when did he die? He told me on Wednesday. The day you felt day, yeah i felt i saw darkness i mm. was outside i saw some darkness mm. then i felt a bit mm. uncomfortable i didn't know that was and i was not sick so yeah. I, i i knew there is something wrong yeah and and i realized I've, i've realized later that i have a very strong intuitive there is something when things are are not okay there is something that rings mm. Mm. I, i have that mm. it has happened severely okay mm. i see the tent i fall down All right yeah. so i'm i'm like you, you guys how couldn't you tell me why didn't you tell me my father passed on i mean i can see this you've because it's outside our house mm. i'm like there's no wedding there's i didn't know of any so what would be the tent for so for the meetings or pro- probably they had buried him and they are not removed the tent mm. where mm. the guests were sitting yeah, yeah. i fell down danish i have never cried i felt my whole world crumble at once I felt so weak. So I go to my grandfather crying and he really tells me you know I've lost a warrior. Mm-hmm. Your father was the family's warrior. Yeah. That's that's how my his father saw him. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Uh, I need to say that 
my dad had a good relationship with his father. Mm. To a point when I was going to form one, he helped him pay my school fees by giving him his car mm. to go and uh, I said my taxi was a taxi taxi driver. Yeah, my dad was, yeah, so his yeah. car had broken down. So he told him because your son is going to school, use his car until until you make yours. Mm. At least see whether you can raise some money to take him to school. I mean that's a good father. You know? Mm. And they used to do business together. My my dad would use the same car earlier on yeah. to to as a matatu because my my grandfather had, as I said he was a bit he was a businessman mm. so he had a matatu so he would give my father that car to 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 uh to manage it and in the evening he would bring the money and they would share yeah. so they they had this imagine having a doing business with your, with your son yeah yeah i mean it's yeah. it's a it shows there is trust mm. and he loved him mm. I, I that one i knew okay because even many times my dad was in trouble my grandfather was like he's my son Yeah. This is my son. I have to help him. Yeah. Okay. So he's so I could see he was also grieved. Mm. He, there was a lot of grief. He's the only child he had lost. Mm. You know, a, a, a grown-up child. Okay. Yeah. Because my father was 42 when he died. Mm. So you can imagine losing yeah. your 42-year-old son, yeah. who is not just a son. He's a person you have. You even do business Be together. together with, yeah. So he told me, I, I am so affected. If you if you continue like this. You will it will really affect me mm. so i had to be strong also for him because he was 80 yeah he was uh, no he was 75 yeah. yeah he was 75 then okay so you can imagine all right yeah so let's let's so, so yeah. i i i saw i so now after that of course uh, I, i had to see him mm. <laughs> like you guys i have to see this man you cannot because there is a taboo children are not supposed to see dead dead people because mm. it mean you are a child mm back in the village so i told them you know guys <laughs> you have you have to let my and i was actually the first person to see him. Mm. yeah mm. and then he got buried and went back to school i saw him odongo yeah. and uh, i remembered how he had struggled and i said that that's right mm. it's not okay for me but i know what you've gone through yeah rest So Steve um let me take you forward uh you know um a few years later your dad has died your mom has died your siblings have died and then in 2018 something happens something beautiful you meet this lady yeah so in 2018 i meet this uh, beautiful girl and of course i want to know her more and uh, i i get to realize that we are really connecting on very very deep levels that i really wanted to connect with my significant other so i mean we were what she was doing Uh, was uh, something that I'd been interested in and she was also interested in what I'm doing and she actually wanted me to help so before 2018 I had uh, dated and been in relationships uh, that failed um, and I wouldn't blame the other people eh? yeah. because I mean a relationship is, is between two people yeah but I think for me what I, was, I what I think I wanted I never got it mm-hmm. so they didn't work out so I meet this girl who I really connect with okay in terms of in in very <laughs> serious levels yeah you yeah, know yeah, yeah. you know i listen she has a story yeah. an interesting story yeah. and um she's her, what she wants to do she wants me to help her yeah okay yeah. and i realize what she has is something that also i am yeah i mean we, she we are actually had very similarities she did psychology i did psychology okay mm. but her she's doing something different yeah from a psychology the psychology field which i am like wow i think this is fantastic and i'm like i think we can 
we can work together and then of course background in terms of uh not background but spirituality uh, and i would I, i felt we connected on levels of purpose yeah so and then after that so you so and yeah. then so i, I didn't take time yeah, yeah <laughs> a lot of time so i i we got married in 2018 the 20, same year the same year yeah, yeah. yeah. so and after getting married in 2018 in 2019 january yeah. we conceived you conceived we we conceived yes <laughs> why was this monumental for uh it was for, yeah. it was yeah and then after conceiving so the pregnancy it was, it was yeah. monumental because look here yeah. i <laughs> i lost my family yes okay all of them my nuclear yeah. family okay i have i still have my extended family yeah so i'm like all of them i don't have a brother no sister yeah. my parents cannot i know they as well so i'm like so now for me my generation the generation of my parents now as as me as as TV, it's me who, who who will take now the next who will continue, continue the lineage, the, yeah. lineage yeah. the the meriti moshangi lineage, lineage yeah. right yeah. because now there is moshiri yeah. okay yeah. Yeah so this was a monument I'm like so I need to get yeah you see I I I'm like this is a moment of restoration I found it as yeah. a moment of restoration yeah. okay yeah. um being 30 I was 32 yeah. that, uh, that is in 2018 I was because I'm 33 that I, I was 30, 31 yeah so 31 I was like this is a good age I think I'm mature enough to know what I'm getting myself into yeah. I had read widely I talked to people who had so I was not scared of, mm. of marriage And then you conceive then then you like, conceive then what happens during so the conception what happens now during that yeah, period yeah, yeah. things didn't go as i had planned and yeah. i am a planner yeah. so my business went a bit down yeah. my co- i'm a consultant my consultancies were not as often so i'm thinking i'm expecting a child it's my first time as a parent yeah. i need to i'm newly married right mm. and that threw, threw me in, into a state of confusion i must confess okay a confusion in terms of am i why how am i going to to do this mm, okay mm. i don't want to disappoint my son yeah. i don't want to disappoint my wife and i mean i'm newly married okay you mm. you, you understand that i understand that, that <laughs> dynamic yeah 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 so it was a bit hard but i tried my best i tried and in terms best. of a pregnancy how was a pregnancy her pregnancy best? was um it was it was not very smooth yeah. because we had two pregnancy scares yeah. um i remember we had a premature um, two delivery scares right yeah two yeah. delivery scares yeah. yeah so we had um what is it called um um a false a false a false contraction yeah, yeah contraction yeah because the baby was 33 weeks yeah okay yeah and we had a contraction they were they were not actually forced they were real, they were real. we went to yeah. Aga Khan and they did the test and they're like these things are real but it's not your time if this baby comes now it will really it can mean two things mm. yeah you, you know what i mean mm. yeah mm. so how did that make you feel at that point that here I, you've conceived you feel restoration and then now there are real contraction at 33 33 weeks i i was the only thing i would do was to pray mm. i really told god you know god this you know this this what this means to both of us you know and i was like god please please i just pray you help us and i spoke to my son in that in, in the time i told yeah. him son you have to come to this world at the right time yeah okay yeah we need you at the right time so you have to stay in that womb of your mom until you are full time 
Okay? Yeah. I had to speak to him. Yeah. Because it's him who wanted to come out. Yeah. So I started to speak to my son when he was in his mother's room. Yeah. And by God's grace, they stopped. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. But the 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 delivery came a week earlier than yeah. I had expected. Yeah. So I had tried uh, you know a few things here and there but it was it was difficult. I would say it was difficult. We went to hospital. My wife thought she would um, give birth normally. It was not like that. So we had to go for an emergency. That's a story for another day, but that day in that uh, 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 delivery room, yeah. when I heard my boy cry, yeah. I have never ever in my entire life experienced such a happy moment. Yeah, It was the best moment of my life. <laughs> yeah, I heard that boy cry and I was like, yeah, that's my guy. <laughs> He's right here. Yeah. 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 It was a happiest moment Odongo, the, the, the nurses brought that baby and I saw him and I couldn't stop looking at him for like an hour. Yeah. I'm just admiring him and the only thing I could do, I would I lifted my, my, my hands and laid my hands on that cord and I told God, thank you. And I spoke life. Mm. That day, I spoke life. I told him, son, you will grow, you will live, you will see your grandchildren yeah. because you are a blessing. Yeah. You are something I cannot even equate him with anything mm. because he's just my son. Yeah. And, and I'm his father. I don't wear the titles. For me I'm just his dad. Mm. Okay? Yeah. And that fatherhood what I saw my father and my grandfather I felt it mm. how they used to see me. It came so alive. Yeah. Wow. So hey, yo, okay. So now you Hazel now is is 10, 10 months old yeah you're now um a, a father i'm a father you're a, a husband yeah and uh, joanne who's your wife yeah. i don't know this is her story and she'll tell us she'll someday tell her, yeah but why was this child also important to her it and was, why, why is this two stories were so powerfully coming together it was important to her because um my wife uh, for those people who know her she was married before yeah. and she was not able to get children yeah. she had challenges getting children and actually, I remember when we came together, it was something that we talked about and she told me, you know, I have not been able to get children. If I am not able to give you a child, we, what will you do with you? I told her, don't worry. Don't worry. Even if we don't get children for me, I, I we will know what to do, but let that not worry. Deep, I knew this. I don't know. It's I said the God feed. He told me, now God wants to restore and show that what people think and what people and what science sometimes say, he's, he's the God who also created science. Yeah, yeah. So my wife's pregnancy and having a baby meant a lot because she never thought she would carry a baby to term. Okay? So carrying the baby to term and bringing our son uh, to this earth, of course, she's the one who delivered her. And it was, for her, it was something else. Mm-hmm. So it was, that moment was a restoration for both of you. For, for both her, of us, for her. Who, who, who was able to she, conceive she, because, before. Yeah, because you know when women are not able to conceive, there are people who really talk bad. Mm. And mm. she had gone through that. Yeah. You know, it's like, we used to react, eh? yeah. yeah. And yeah, yeah, God brings a child. Okay. Yeah. So let's go back a few months, a, a few years before. Mm. Your, 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 your father tells you that you're the one who will do some of the dreams he had. Oh, tell me about that. Yeah. <laughs> so this day, yeah. as I said, we were really, 
we really used to talk with my father. Yeah. So, so this day he comes. Mm. He tells me, you know, son, me, I think, hey, I think I'm tired. Eh? There are things I don't think like I'll be able to do. It's you who's gonna do them. Mm, like you know, build, um, build houses that I have not been able to do. Mm, it was very specific. Well, the jenga yumba ya gorofa means that in the jenga side. Yeah, yeah. So that's. I mean, he told me that I'm like, hmm? mm. like yeah, me, hey, me, me, that's mefika. And it was like a year before he died. I don't know why he. I I think he started giving up. I don't know. I don't know what happened to my father. Odongo, my father changed when my mom died. Yeah. He was not. And so I think f- there is something that wives do to men. To men, yeah. You know, mm. there is, because when my mom died, I saw how his life became. So flash forward to your your business interest. Yeah. How how does that conversation then shape your business? Now interest? that conversation shapes my business in two perspectives. Yeah. My grandfather, in his deathbed, he called me. Yeah. I said he was my. Yeah, yeah. He also died by the. I'll, I'll share it later. Yeah. So in his deathbed, he calls me and he tells me, um, I I see you building houses, and doing great things. Mm-hmm. You are a great man. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what is this man saying? I yeah. was in second, fourth year in campus. I'm, I I'm not even employed. Yeah. Like what are you saying? Like when you start building, tell your uncles to help you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now my those are my dad's brother. I have already told them what to do, you know, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. now when my, my father died, my grandfather had to take over. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 I didn't know, mm-hmm. I didn't know how, how these two conversations mm-hmm. from these two men, I, I don't know what they used to see, yeah. but they spoke, yeah. they spoke, they spoke a vision yeah. that they had seen that mm-hmm. personally myself, I, I had, uh, of course I may have uh, dreamt about it, but I didn't know how it would come to pass. Mm-hmm. So, but fast forward, it comes to happen uh, because an opportunity arises in Embu. Mm. Um, land prices uh, go up uh, because of development. There is a university, there is a county government headquarters. So there is, there is real demand for housing. When, you, when demand increases, the prices go up, mm. okay? Mm. Because there is a lot of demand, mm. okay? Mm. So the prices went up and I saw an opportunity being, being, being assigned to a business person mm. And seeing my grandfather being in business, I was interested. Yeah. So I, and my grandfather was in the land business. Yeah. And I knew I saw what he used to do. So it was not a new thing. Mm. Okay. So there was some form of mentorship. My uncles also are in, uh, had been in that business. So I would say I saw people do. So for me, doing it was not hard. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Because I never went to school yeah. to do at a real estate or, or that. I just by learning and interest. So I remember. Um, now I, I I decided to venture into real estate, and uh, by God's grace, I I was able to you know build apartments and and that grofa your father talked and, about and actually, that grofa actually yeah, that yeah, yeah funny enough yes yeah. that grofa my father talked about it's it's there yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's there it's interesting yeah and when I did it, it it became so alive I decided I'll put their names on the on the billboard yeah Steve M yeah. M is Moshiri, yeah. so I, I I put an M, and I put Moshangi, yeah. my father, yeah. and Mereti, yeah. because were it not for these men speaking, mm. they spoke and they saw. I I honored them in mm. that, mm. okay, yeah. and of course I honored God because I never thought it was possible. somebody who was injured like me, <laughs> yeah, I mean would would have such a an opportunity. So now um, <clears throat> this story is important because then you're raising um, you're raising a boy. Yes. 
you having lost a lot yeah. having seen restoration so yeah. i just want you to tell us what mm. have you learned throughout this journey mm. and you know brief point by point what have mm. you learned mm. you can start by wellness mm. um and therapy mm. have you gone through therapy and as a man mm. what's your perception of therapy now and mm. what's your view of masculinity after mm. going going through all these things that kind of damaged it all yeah. but then god is able to bring you back uh wellness is very important because if i was not well I don't think I would have been able to do the things that I am able to do because what what grief did to me it clouded me clouded my judgment and you know when you have a clouded judgment uh you cannot be able to do much so I went through therapy uh six sessions plus 12 sessions was that uh 18 18 sessions no sorry I did 12 12 12 sessions because you're supposed to do 12 uh I I did psychology in campus So I had done six so I I did six more. Mm, so that's a 12 sessions. Yeah. 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 Okay. So um they really 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 helped me. And uh and then of course I started journey towards personal development is something that I've shared on my pages mm. how I started I am very development oriented, growth oriented so I decided to start um, my personal development journey how how to, to have a vision to have a five year strategic plan you know to know what because when you, the bible says when you write it down it immediately when it shall come to pass mm. and odongo i can tell you i have seen that happen mm. when you have things down you have written what where you want to go it immediately but one day it shall pass because what happens is your mind start starts thinking towards that direction mm. how do you improve how do you make it mm. it may not be easy but it it really helps so therapy and wellness wellness when you talk about wellness we talk about holistic wellness mm. we talk about um how how's your how are your relationships you know in terms of careers are you in a career that is draining you or are you in a career that you are thriving in mm. well, you know uh, in terms of um um uh, relationships yeah. the people you 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 associate with yeah are, are you associating with toxic people who are yeah. putting you down i mean it boils around uh rounded it's not just one it's one not just, just yeah. mental health spirituality mm. how how is how do you connect to the to a higher being so there is a he or she or let me just whatever. cut you short to bring yes. you back yes um so i like i like personal stories because they make they make a lot of sense so yeah. what have you learned in this journey mm. of loss mm. recovery mm. restoration mm. fear what have you learned generally mm. as a man what have you learned um i have learned i have learned to to be hopeful because yeah. hope let me tell you hope is so powerful hope is powerful because when you have hope it helps you not to give up because what i realized is that mm. many men are giving up because they don't have hope mm. okay they are giving up on themselves they are giving up on their dreams okay i have learned resilience odongo mm. you cannot do anything without resilience anything seen tangible anything not to benefit you to benefit the society you really have to be resilient and i'm not saying being tough yeah because yeah those are two different things yeah. i'm saying being resilient in terms of being knocked down and rising up i will be knocked down i will rise up until yeah. i achieve that that i want to achieve yeah. that's something i've learned yeah. personally you know my story mm. you know i've started businesses they failed mm. you know i've i've, I've tried things <laughs> they've not mm. worked out mm. okay yeah. so it taught me resilience yeah. okay yeah. so there is hope uh, there is resilience then uh, i have i have learned to take responsibility mm. as a man 
take responsibility of your actions take responsibility of your life because as a man if you are not a leader to yourself you will not even be able to lead people mm. so it starts from you are you taking personal responsibility i was like i cannot blame my parents mm. for my pain mm. Mm. those guys are gone mm. right perhaps where they are they are wondering is this guy i i i i hope and pray because they were born again they went to heaven and i'm a believer i'm a believer i'm a christian born again christian they were wondering will this guy make it here them for them they are like as <laughs> guys we made it so i decided you know what i'll take personal responsibility for my life be a leader fast in my own life how do i lead myself because it's from then i am able to lead others including having a family i mean women look for leaders in terms of a husband a father people somebody who can give direction okay somebody who can stand in terms of crisis sometimes somebody who you can talk to because a leader is a servant okay somebody who can help achieve my children will look up to me in terms of the dream sometimes they they share with me dad i want to do this my wife will be like i want to try this business how am i leading am i giving them a safe space to become who god created them to be that's that's what I've you grew up in a violent home yes um what, what has that taught you about empathy compassion and uh, letting people be who I mean, be who they are um growing up in a violent home was not something that i i wished and i am against domestic violence 100% i don't support it because i feel it it makes people lose themselves especially the the receiving the people are the receiving and the receiving end okay um now that i am a man my father could have his own insecurities and he, he didn't know how to deal with them mm. okay and maybe that's why he, he had that so for me what i've learned first is to accept i have my own insecurities mm. but not project them towards other people mm. Mm. okay yeah. be able to handle them yeah. in a way that Uh, it's not affecting the people in my life yeah. and and that has taught me in terms of even expectations like every human being has an, a certain extent of their own insecurity okay so all i say is are you being able, are you are you man, how are you managing it? that's mm-hmm. how that's how i have learned yeah. um in terms of i think what i went through really changed me life is fragile Mm. no one knows about tomorrow i always say if you are angry about people and uh, be too judgmental it's who it's you who's going to lose because these people sometimes they even don't know you are angry mm. they even don't know that you are judging them mm. okay yeah. so i have decided to let people be mm. okay yeah. as long as you're not coming to uh, my own space to destroy what i what i am doing i protect I I am able to protect myself from you know because as as you, as we, as we say it when you hang around people I am able to and if I I am able to to sense and get to know how people are mm. and I let them be yeah. as long as they are not interfering with my business yeah in in 2016 2017 yes. you are unwell what did that teach you about property maybe you can tell guys briefly um and that and what taught you about property and and, uh, and wealth and life generally yeah. Yeah. i got unwell yeah. i was on oxygen yeah. for 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 three days four days 
because my lungs I had pneumonia so my lungs were not functioning normally I had to be given some oxygen to open the lungs and to help me breathe so that my organs don't fail and um, that time I can categorically tell you Odongo the only thing that mattered yeah. to me was not anything I owned not my car yeah. not the houses yeah. not the pieces of land yeah. the only thing that mattered was my purpose okay mm. and my family and of course you are afraid you actually and friends you are afraid that sickness kind of triggered your it, i was triggered it triggered my own grief as i say yeah, insecurities yeah yeah, yeah. okay yeah. that thing was not easy it really it was a trauma mm. you know it is traumatic mm. you know having to lose four family members as a teenager it was not easy so i i really prayed to god i remember praying to god to not let me go because i even that time i didn't have a family mm. i wished danish the only thing i wished i, I had a son or a wife who would come and just be there with me mm. just that mm. that's what mattered you are not there and i remember crying to god and telling god god my story cannot end here mm. it will be it will be the saddest story of the year mm. i told god god i feel there are things i need to do in terms of the purpose you've given me i have not even done anything mm. and i cried literally i begged god I told God I told, I told God if there is anything that I may have done that wants to end my life mm. God forgive me if because I didn't know what mm. what was happening yeah and I told God God I pray just give me because I want you to be glorified in this yeah. heal me because when you heal me you will be glorified yeah. and Odongo God did exactly what I asked him mm. he, he he sustained me and he restored my health okay Wow. But yeah. That taught me never hold on to any material these things. <laughs> When you are at your deathbed they will not mean anything. I'm not saying you be reckless, you are a steward. Mm. Manage, take care, but these things are supposed to help other people, not just you. Thank you so much. Adios and may God bless you all. My name is the son of Kano Danish Odongo and this is the Wellness Tribe podcast on a series I'm calling Just a Man. Check out us on social media Wellness Tribe KE Wellness Tribe KE on Twitter on Instagram and all the socials we are and you can also check our website wellnesstribe.or.ke Happy people happy nation adios mm-hmm.